Hi guys, it's Rachel, and this is my fifth attempt to record just the intro of this podcast because I don't totally know how to have this conversation, but it's important to me to keep showing up. So I'm going to ask for your grace in that this will not be the most eloquent conversation I have ever delivered to you, but I have always done this work, writing or teaching or this podcast from a place of authenticity and honesty. And so even if the season is really hard, and even if I don't feel like I have the most eloquent way of explaining it, I do want to keep showing up for you. If you haven't heard, my marriage has come to an end. And I guess I have to start with kind of how we got here. We, Dave and I, have worked endlessly, endlessly on our relationship. I mean, if you have listened to the Rise Together podcast, you have heard hundreds of conversations about everything from sex to boundaries to goals to therapy. Um, We have worked for years and years to fix the parts of us that don't work. And I think what is so confusing for our friends and our family and maybe you if you follow us is that everything seems so great or has seemed so great and the only thing that I can say though it's really difficult to understand from outside is we are best friends still we have been best friends since we met 18 years ago and the part of us that are best friends, the part that laugh and have so much fun and have inside jokes and love hanging out with each other has covered for the parts that don't. And when things are really hard, both of us tend to reach for the fun stuff, the friend stuff, rather than face the pieces that have become unhealthy. And while I know it's hard to understand if you're not in it, we are making a choice that is healthiest for our family. But it's still brutal. It's really hard. It was a really hard decision to make. It has been a really hard season to 
walk through. It has been awful to navigate making this choice with four kids. I know that some of you who are listening have gone through divorce or have experienced major breakups. And so I think some of you can understand that it's the worst. There is not a quick fix or a way to sugarcoat being in something like this. Being in something like this where even though we both know it's the right choice, we're both hurting. We're both angry. We're both doing everything we can to be good parents and stay strong as a family and stay strong as leaders of our company. But it sucks. (laughs) I don't know another way to say it. And it's not something that I ever thought I would experience. It's just like, I don't know if you all have ever had a situation where one day you just realize like, my God, I keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. And we did that. We have tried everything. And then one day it's like, is it even fair to keep asking the other to change? Like, could we just not find a way to love each other as we are, even if that means that parts of our relationship can't continue on as they were? So that's where we're at. Um, I made the decision to get off social media. Um, I knew that many people would be kind and supportive. And so many of you have hundreds of letters have come into customer service. Like your love is incredible. And then I also knew that there would be people who said hateful, ugly things. And there have. (laughs) Um, But I made the decision to get off social media. And I don't know when I'm going to get back on. I will continue to show up for you guys here on the podcast. I, I took a couple weeks off and I appreciate your grace as I did that. And I'll start back up next week interviewing. And I'll tell you honestly, I'm not really in a place to unpack everything that has happened in my marriage. I can't start doing podcasts about all that. I'm not in a place to yet. But I do want to make sure that we're still doing this work. So the podcast will. I'll start interviewing great people again next week. And in time when it feels right, if it feels right, 
then I'll unpack this more because I also understand that probably many of you are going through similar situations and there could be power for all of us in unpacking it together, but not, not just yet. So I made the decision to get off social. I have decided that the way I will communicate with my audience for now is through my weekly email which will start again on Sunday. And I just kind of want to write about where I am and what's happening in my life because this is all wildly new and different. I met Dave when I was 19. We have been together for 18 years. I have... The last time I lived by myself was in a one-room apartment <laughs> as a 19-year-old. I've never broken up with someone before. I've never I've never had something like this happen because he was the first man I ever dated or kissed or I There's a lot happening. So, I want to write about it. And I'm going to do that in my weekly email. So if you're subscribed for that, then open it up and we'll see what's inside. Um, I found this really crazy experience in that maybe you guys knew that inside of quarantine, I decided to write a new book. So... I wanted to write something that you could read when we were through COVID. And, you know, now it feels like good grief. I don't know when we'll actually be through it. But I just knew that so many people would be struggling with having lost jobs or coming out the other side of crisis or fear. And so I wanted to write a book about what happens when you go through crisis or what happens when you go through grief. And so I wrote this entire book and turned it in. And the idea was that because I had gone through grief so many times in my life, because I had processed and lived through crisis many times that I might have wisdom or ideas to share that could be helpful because I was on the outside of grief. And so I thought that I could be helpful to anyone who was on the inside. And then after I turned the first draft in, my marriage ended. And so I find myself editing a book about grief while I am deeply inside of it. And I'm going to be honest, you guys, at first I wanted to scrap the book or push it out further because I have never written about pain while I'm in pain. There's an old expression that says, never teach from your wounds, you teach from your scars, meaning that you never talk about or write about or teach about something that is currently hurting you. You only talk about things that you've done the work to get past. 
But I also knew that there was no way that I could release a book about grief authentically if I didn't talk about what's happened in my life. So while I'm navigating my kids and their process of this and my best friend and his process of this and me and what this new life looks like, I'm also trying to do my best to rewrite a book so that it's truthful to where I'm at. Life is crazy. Life is crazy. The irony is that the title of the book is Didn't See That Coming. Didn't see that coming. Because I thought so often when we go through crisis or when hardship happens, the worst part is that it's a surprise. The worst part is that you didn't see it coming. And the rug gets pulled out from under you. And it takes everything to stand back up. And then this happened. And I feel so stupid. Because I didn't see this coming. And I feel like I should have. Years. Years of, of work. Till it felt more normal for things to be hard. Or just like one more, you know, let's try something new. Well, let's go to another conference. Let's do more therapy. Let's read a new book. I just kept thinking, if we tried hard enough, if we worked hard enough, if we prayed hard enough, it would fix it. <laughs> I didn't see it coming. So, man, I hope this doesn't bum you out. I don't ever, ever want to be a source of putting something sad into the world when so many things are already hard. I guess... <laughs> I guess... I guess it's okay. I guess it's okay if at the risk of bumming you out, I get to be honest. I'm not okay. But I will be. Life isn't great. But it will be. I believe and I have faith. And I know in my being, like in my soul, that this is the right decision. I know it's the right decision for our family. I know it's the right decision for me. I know it's the right decision for Dave. I know. And it's going to have to suck for a while. 
have a tattoo on my wrist that says, embrace the suck. (laughs) And man, I'm trying. I'm going to keep showing up. And I'm going to do every bit of work to feel whole again. And I'm going to keep doing this work for you guys. And I'm going to keep doing this work for me. You know, I was writing the new book and I was trying to explain the idea that I never in my life, never saw a world where I opened up the hardest parts of my entire life to millions of strangers. And the only reason I can think of for why is I want it to mean something. I want it to mean something. I don't want to believe that I was cursed or that I got the short end of the stick or all these things that happened to me were for nothing. I have to find meaning in it. And one of the ways that I find meaning in it is that I talk about it because I hope then that maybe it helps someone else. So I'm still here. I'll be here again next week, every Tuesday. And if you want to subscribe for my weekly email, it comes out on Sundays. And I'll put the link to subscribe in the show notes. And I love you guys. And I hope that you're well. And I'm still here. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org.